Texas, though. Hey, we're live. Who <laughs> thought? <laughs> Mel Pancakes here. Joining me tonight on the staff, I have the Swiss Army Knights of Professional Wrestling. That is the lovely and vibrant Stepstool Sarah. And you can see them um, shooting ringside with the camera, not like shooting, like a wrestler shooting, but like with a, with a camera or with a gun shooting. I didn't even think of that. But with a camera um, or doing commentary or ring announcing or um, you're a valet sometimes. Um, I've also seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip of you jumping into a rumble match at one point. <laughs> yeah, that exists. So you can see them doing one or all of those things for multiple promotions across the Midwest, including, but not limited to, Glory Pro, St. Louis Anarchy, Unsanctioned Pro, and a host of others. Um, in addition to their podcast, um, talking about women's wrestling called It's Evolution Baby, that drops uh, every Monday. So please welcome um, Spaces Gang member, Stepstool Sarah. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hi Val. Hi Sarah. <laughs> I'm so glad to finally have you on. Um, that's the cool part about this is that I get to talk with my friends. <laughs> Not that we don't talk every day. <laughs> every day. But that's the joy of Twitter. You right? <laughs> there's uh there's some joys on there i mean you know 50 50 50 50 split <laughs> i mean 60 40 uh, you know maybe 70 30 but <laughs> it's all about blocking people and muting people on your timeline always fucking always dude right um yeah not I don't play around. I'll block people preemptively if someone starts, like, talking where they look like they're going to be a problem. Like, oh, I'm not going to wait for you to become a problem. You're just not going to exist to me anymore. I'm very liberal. With blocking. <laughs> blocking, muting people, muting hashtags. Oh, I don't care. I'm not about controlling my narrative. So, I just like to control my timeline. <laughs> I'm here for that. Absolutely. Right. So, it's a good thing I've already blocked most of them, or this clip will probably get passed around. I'll probably get made fun of. It's fine. <laughs> here, I'm here with you. It's fine. We're in this together, yeah. baby. I appreciate you. <laughs> so, Sepsil Sarah, I know that you are based out of the St. Louis area and you work for the promotions there. Um, I know that you do a, a whole lot for Unsanctioned. What other where where other places can people find you? Um, yeah, so in the St. Louis area, St. Louis Anarchy, Glory Pro, uh, WrestleMax, who's on a bit of a hiatus right now. Um, then Unsanctioned Pro. Um, ho hoping to be back at Black Label um, in the future. Um, hoping to be around Freelance and Freelance Underground eventually. Um, I've done stuff with Flophouse here and there. Um, so just like, I'm, I'm wherever people want me. So. so one of, so before, I guess, I guess it was kind of before we were like friends, um, you were at SCI. Yeah. And I was at SCI, 
but we weren't really friends. I didn't. I don't know that we ever really talked because I was kind of like nervous about it. But like, it's cool now. <laughs> but one of the SDI highlights was a hot dog eating contest that you were a part of. Yeah, and and had a little bit of controversy surrounding it. Since you were an active participant. Mm. <laughs> a loose term. You were slamming hot dogs. <laughs> you know, so if you could just if you could just lightly touch on that incident from what you can remember, I know it was a little bit ago. Oh, God. All right. So I I remember being there. Um, I remember Matt Griffin to my left, um, and, like, right as we started, he, like, hip-checks me and, like, almost knocks me over. To my right, I have Big Dave, who's ginormous. There's a lot going on, but, brother, let me tell you, I was just there for the free blizzies. Um, whatever else happened, I couldn't tell you. Um, to, to either side of me was men just shoving copious amounts of wieners into their mouth at once i was not having it i just lived my best life and whatever else happened not, not your problem my problem i had free hot dogs nice you know i can appreciate that that it was really <laughs> i mean it was hard to find like time to like really fit in like meals it was a busy weekend so i can understand where you would go for that for for the for the free meat so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i do love a good hot dog i do Especially right. when my whole weekend consisted of cookout which i would never complain about but like the little the little uh hot dog was a nice little nice little break right nice little break from the cookout that was my first time having cookout and it was delightful i thoroughly enjoyed it hell yeah there's so many options it's overwhelming which is so good right. I love traveling because it's like I get to eat places I haven't eaten before and I like I like to eat so <laughs> oh that's the, that's absolutely the best the best part of, of traveling is just getting to try so many new things or like just going places that like you don't have around you and you're like you get to go back and it's just like a nice little treat right speaking since we're since we're talking about it in two weeks Two weeks from today, we're going to be hanging out in Dallas, and I'm excited because I get to hang out with all my new friends that I've met most of, but not all of, um, but also Texas, very well known for a little, little joint called Whataburger. Which I hope we go to at some point. I'm sure we'll go. I'm oh, sure we'll go. Oh, we're going to go to Whataburger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Um, is there any place in particular in Dallas other than Whataburger that you are excited to go to that you don't usually get to go to or that you'll go to for like the first time? Um, honestly, I haven't thought that much about it because all that's on my brain is Whataburger and then the Olive Garden that we're going to eat for family dinner the first night. Um, and then whatever food trucks are going to be, uh, at the collective. I haven't thought about anything else. I'm just too excited for like 
literally like every other aspect of the trip. It's going to be a big trip. It's going to be pretty fun, in theory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, spaces getting together under one roof. (laughs) Right. It's going to be a mess, and it's going to be awesome. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm so ready. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're probably the... So, for people that don't know... um, Twitter Spaces is a thing where you're going to talk to people. And through Twitter Spaces, um, I have, I mean, I knew you before that, kind of. Like, I've gotten to know you a lot and um, several other people. V that was on the stack like a month-ish ago. Um, I know V from Twitter Spaces. And other um, people that viewers may have, may know from different things that they do um i think we're all kind of involved in wrestling in some capacity as more than just fans um alex who does graphic design um he's going to get that coin Uh, (laughs) go get your coin playboy (laughs) um ricky asada who does um ring announcing for different we're not taking commentary for different companies yeah, in Texas. Um, mostly um, heavy metal recently. And um, Ivan Firejay, who does like all of the best highlight videos you've probably seen on Twitter. <laughs> and like a super cool, like, bitchin' one that's been going around um, after AC Mac won the IWTV title. That was really cool. Um, and then we have. Bree, who I know that she wrote for like a website for a while. And did and some she's, stuff. Yeah. So, um, did I miss anybody? Don't think I did. <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, I think that's everybody. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, um, Rob Horn, who also wrestles out of the Louisiana area. So, um, there's a group of us that are going to be in Dallas together. You may have seen the graphics on Twitter. Um, <laughs> designed by the wonderful and effervescent Tom's Customs. Shout out, Tom, <laughs> for all of the work that he does. So, very excited to actually get to spend time with these people that I know from Twitter. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm especially ready to finally meet Ricky. Like, I'm so... <sighs> I... Like, is anybody going to be around when you two finally, like, meet each other? No. Or is it just going to be you two? <laughs> it's just going to be the that's two. So, no. I mean, that's probably better for y'all. But, like, but that's exactly why somebody needs to, like, video this interaction. I think I'm I think I'm going to try it with my phone. It's probably Do gonna it. Be like, Shit, I'm just going to be, like, shaking. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe I'll make him bring his GoPro. Um, It'll be so cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. So fucking gay. That's my best friend. I love that man. <laughs> you know that's like out publicly now that you've said that. Like <laughs> it's gonna live in posterity. Okay. I, I mean no it. Takesy, no takesy backsies anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking out the chat. It looks like we have quite a few fun people in here. Vic and Jeremy and V and yeah, my child. 
Cody. <laughs> but um so hi everybody in chat tonight. Uh, so um now that we've spent a whole bunch of time just talking to each other like we usually talk to each other. <laughs> Love it. Um what was a young step stool Sarah like? Oh god. Um they were heavily confused about their sexuality, um, heavily anxious at all times, um, constantly bullied at school, um, just all around, just a goofball, like, for real. Um, I I wasn't, like, fully into wrestling when I was young, which, like, I absolutely hate now, because um, obviously growing up in the 90s, like, that's the Attitude Era, like, that's when it was, like, flames, like, it was so good, um, but, like, I, I had, like, some knowledge of wrestling, like, I had an Attitude Era game for my PlayStation, um, yes, you guys, there was a PlayStation 1 that existed, um, it was sick, bro. Uh, <laughs> was it sick? Was it sick nasty? It was sick nasty. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, and uh, I had a stone cold skateboard. Um, but like never like watched wrestling until I was like in my early twenties is like when I actually like fully got um into it. Hello, Keyshawn. Uh, <laughs> okay, grab what you need. Um, hey, Keyshawn. <laughs> um yeah i don't know just just most most of my like youth and childhood is like blacked out from trauma uh so i try and remember what i can i remember the good things (laughs) so you mentioned that you had a stone cold skateboard on stone cold day and you're wearing a stone cold shirt yes so three stone cold tattoos so would you say that you are a fan of Stone Cold? I, I'd say I'd say uh, I'm a pretty decent fan. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one of your favorite like Stone Cold matches or memories or promos? Like what drew you to Stone Cold since it's Stone Cold Day? Um I don't remember, like, what drew me to him in my youth that made my mom get me a stone-cold skateboard for, um, Christmas when I was in fourth grade. She just kind of did it, um, but, like, ever since then, like, I was, like, just drawn to him, and then, like, now in my, like, adulthood, I just, like, go back and appreciate, like, all that he's done, like, any, you know, match that he's had with, like, The Rock or, like, literally anyone um, I think probably, like, one of my favorite matches of his is, like, his last WrestleMania match, um, because it's, like, really special, because, like, you know that, like, that was just, like, the end of it. I think Stone Cold more, like, even more so than his body of work necessarily is how his attitude in, in the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. um, and, how he did bring a lot of people into wrestling that maybe kind of had lapsed his fans because he made things interesting again. Yeah, absolutely. Just he's just like a charismatic and like different character um, than like what was like going on back then. So it was just like he really stuck out. Yeah. 
so how did you since you didn't watch wrestling like as a as a child i guess how did you decide to get into wrestling as an adult and how did you get to where you are now where you're doing everything for everyone <laughs> um okay well so um like i said i was like in my early 20s i don't know what it was that like drew me into like wanting to become obsessed with like wrestling again but i know it just kind of happened um but as far as like discovering indie wrestling and like getting involved that way um i had a friend jen um that i had been friends with for for quite a while through like the hardcore music scene and stuff and um she told me all about like these like local shows that would happen um that her and her boyfriend at the time would like go to um and stuff and i was like oh like that sounds like really cool so like i remember going to like one show with them which is a pwcs show that used to run here and they don't anymore um and i was like oh this is pretty cool um and that was like my first time also ever meeting ach um which is really cool because like now I, I can call him friend um like looking back at that like it's like seeing all of like the st louis people and like people who i get to see all the time now um just like thinking back to like that very first show i went to um, and then, like, a month or so after that was the first ever St. Louis Anarchy show that I went to. Um, and that's when I severely got hooked. And I was like, I love this shit. Like, this is incredible. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I started going to, like, every every show. And I never took my camera with me at first because I was like, I don't know, like, what to do. Um, I've never done this before. Like, I'm only used to shooting bands and stuff. Um, so I eventually was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to bring my camera um I'm gonna just shoot from my seat and just see what I get see like you know what it's like um and the more I started going to shows the more I got to know people um then like I started taking like a little more pictures like people saw it and they're like oh like that's cool and then I got like the opportunity to like shoot ringside at like a PWCS show um or like closer up and stuff and I was asked back then, like, I, I, I'm, like, a good photographer, but, like, when you start shooting wrestling, it's, like, it's a whole other thing. So, um, it kind of grew from there, and then one day I posted a Facebook status, um, where I was just, like, I want to be more involved. I was, like, I don't know what. I was, like, ring announcing or, like, a manager or something just like shooting stuff off and like uh matt jackson that runs st louis anarchy actually messaged me and was like hey would you want to try ring announcing for us and i'm like i about shit myself like when i read that message i'm like i don't know what the fuck that means like <laughs> i come to the shows and like i watch and i'm like what do you mean like do i get trained like how like how intense is this? I was like, what do I need to know? And he's like, don't worry, like, we'll train you before the show. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Um, I was like, sure, why not? You know, fuck it. Let me, let me learn something new. Let me get involved. Um, and then I remember like being nervous as hell. Cause like that was back when like Anarchy ran like um, double shot weekends. So like they would have a Friday and a Saturday night. And I just remember being like at work all day being nervous I had like no appetite and then like getting to the venue and like Sean Orleans like quickly ran me through like ring announcing and stuff and I'm like 
okay, sure. So I basically just got like thrown into it. Um, and it was nerve wracking. Um, I fucked up a lot. Um, <laughs> I think that that shows up on YouTube, maybe. Um, I don't even know. I don't want to know, honestly. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, it's kind of grown from there. Um, you know, I've started doing a lot more photography with PWCS. Um, this place I used to go to called PGP, um, had me come out and shoot one of their shows and then I eventually rang an ounce for them. And then it just kind of grew from there where I started traveling with people. Um, I used to travel with my ex-best friend, Josh, all the time, um, cause I had not a reliable car. So he would help me get to shows. Um, we went to the first ever black label show, um, where we are just a fan. Um, the second show I did merch for Stevie Fierce. Um, and then I remember messaging Mikey who runs black label. I'm like, Hey, like, if you ever need help with anything or whatever, like, just let me know. Um, and then that's when he decided that he was going to bring me in to ring announce. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Um, and then, like, it literally, like, from there has just, like, grown, like, where I've gotten, like, all these other crazy opportunities. Um, because of Black Label running that collective show in 2019 um, and me working for Anarchy, that helped me get in with IWTV um, and doing the family reunion show um, with Rich Palladino and Righteous Jesse. Um, and then just everything is history from there. That's crazy. I love that you you got into it the way that like a lot of people do, where it's like, I'll just do whatever, like whatever you need from me. <laughs> Literally, that that's been like my <laughs> motto, like ever since I've joined wrestling, like. The amount of times that I've, like, set up and torn down a ring um, is astronomical for someone who's literally not even a trained wrestler or a ref. Um, but honestly, like, um, I'm thankful to, like, have that skill because I have been, like, the leader of many, like, setups and teardowns. And, like, it's a, it's a good thing to know because, like, it's important because, like, I've been able to help a lot of, like, green kids and, like, trainees and stuff. And, like, if I wasn't there for some of these setups, like, the ring would have been set up so wrong. Oof. Yeah. Oof. yeah and it's really fun to yell at men that's like my favorite thing i like to be bossy uh so i love that i person. mean sometimes <laughs> they need it so true and i mean i've i've i'm like a weenie head junior like you don't want me to try to help you with setup or teardown but i've watched my local do it you know several times and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I've seen some of those kids, they need direction. <laughs> yeah, because, like, sometimes, like, depending on, like, the setup of the venue, if you don't set the bars a certain way, then it's going to be awkward to bring in the wood. Um, and it's always easier to, like, no matter, like, where you're at, to bring in the wood and put it straight on. Um, so, like, you have to know exactly, like which way the, like, the bars are gonna go and stuff, so, like, I've had to, like, yell many times, and I've had people question me, and I'm like, no, 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 you're gonna listen to me, um, and then we got it right, and I was like, see, look at that, fucking suck my dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> still Sarah setting up the rings. <laughs> I love it, I love it. It's always my favorite, too, when 
when I'm, like, carrying boards or, like, something, and a guy's like, oh, my God, here, like, let me help you with that. Oh, my God, do you need help? I'm like, bitch, no. Like, I'm literally a fucking power lifter. I don't need, I don't need help. Get away from me. Bitch. <laughs> like, thanks, but no. <laughs> I'm not a damsel in distress. <laughs> I'm a damsel in distress. I've more bitches than you. That's not true. I'm going to act like it. They probably won't know the difference. And it might be true. <laughs> as far as they know. Yeah, they don't need to know the truth. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, who has had the most influence on you both in and out of wrestling? Oh, God. And that can be, like, two different people. <laughs> Let's see. Um, probably, like, in in wrestling like there's a lot of people that like I, I look up to that are like minor key players like in wrestling like I look up to Mouse a lot um I've looked up to like Kirby who ring announces for like freelance um people like that are like really important to me and like getting to sit under like learning trees like theirs or like anyone else that like I've, I've met has been like huge for me or like literally anyone that will just like talk to me and give me the time of day or like give me advice and like help me better myself has been like huge for me um and like really important um matt jackson who runs anarchy um it's definitely like a bit a big one for me also because he took a chance on me um and like got me like in wrestling and like i wouldn't be where i was without him um and also, like, Gary J um, has, like, traveled with me so much um, and has instilled stupid amounts of wisdom on me, good and bad. Uh, but <laughs> I love that. Um, and probably outside of wrestling, um, probably Keyshawn. Um, he just motivates me to, like, keep being me and, like, do what's best for me. And then, like... Just, like, him existing, like, makes me a better person because, like, I know I have to be there for him. Aww. That's adorable, I guess. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what do you, like, what are your future plans within wrestling and what keeps you, like, motivated to keep doing different things and, you know, getting better at your, at your, what, at what you already do? Um, you know, just, just hoping to, like, keep, keep working my way back around again. Um, you know, getting, getting my name out there and letting people know that, like, I'm, I'm back and I want to do things and I want to be more places. Um, I think something that, like, really motivates me is knowing that I'm, like, like, I'm a known wrestling photographer, but I'm not, like, a, a known, known wrestling photographer, like, where people, like, no Mouse, no Basil, no Brain Buster, no um Earl you know no like all these other people um and then I'm just like kind of there um and like it really hit me like when Tom like made a whole list of wrestling photographers um and I wasn't on there and I gave him shit for it and he's like oh shit like I'm so sorry he's like I also feel bad because like I've never used any of your work before and I was like dude like it's okay um so um that's that's something that like motivates me is that like I know my worth I know that I am talented um there's a lot of things like I can always improve on because like I'm still you know learning 
uh, wrestling photography is is some you always have to face a new obstacle um like at different venues at different promotions working with different people um so like I can always like strive to to be better and keep improving um every time I do that um so I definitely like want to be hopefully a main photographer for the collective one year um or just like be someone who gets flown out to like shows and stuff so like that's a big motivator um and that also goes for like my ring announcing and my commentary as well nice you want to be like the guy that people think of to do it yeah yeah i'll be that guy (laughs) is it really fucking tom (laughs) so what has been your greatest achievement or what would you call your greatest achievement so far wrestling? Um, probably like one of them is the um, collective 2019 Black Label show. Because uh, like that's like one of the like the biggest like stages that I've been on. Um, getting to ring announce the Black Label uh, Two Cup Stuff GCW show. Um, the one where um, Redacted almost died in the match with, you know, Jimmy and everyone. Uh, that show. Because <laughs> um, that's also one of the largest crowds I've ever I've ever been in front of. Um, that's that's huge. Um, you know, getting getting to meet a lot of, like, my idols because of, like, Black Label, because Mike loves to bring in stupid, cool people, um, <laughs> has been has been super neat. Uh, you know, like, my, my photos getting out there more, especially, like, now that I'm starting to do, like, uh, promo pics for wrestlers, um, a lot of people like to share those, or, like, specifically, like, want me to do them, like, if they're at a show with me, so, like, that's always been, like, really nice. So, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome within wrestling? And that, like, that can be anything that you want it to be. Like, there's, there's a few things, um, definitely trying to um make wrestling more inclusive for people um you know whether it's people of the um the gay community (laughs) uh no for real um you know the lgbtqia community you know like um other non-binary folks um you know trans people people of color stuff like that whatever i can do to like um make people more comfortable at shows like using my platform for that um you know has has you know faced me with like a lot of struggles um and then obviously like overcoming um getting canceled a couple years ago you know just like working my way back um into the business and everything um I know I still have a long way to come from that um but I've also come a long way Um, and have worked, like, really hard to, like, get back to where I know I belong, um, having the respect of those who I know, um, that, like, I need their respect, stuff like that, um, those are probably some of them. So, if you had a Stepstool Sarah action figure, (laughs) and it was one of the ones where you could, like, push the button and it would, like, say stuff, what would you want it to say, and, like, what accessories would it come with? Oh, God. Honestly, I kind of want to ask Ricky what he thinks it would say, because I'm, like, really curious, like, 
<laughs> what do you think? I think you want to ask him. <laughs> no, he would know exactly what I would say as an action figure. Um, it'd probably be something really stupid. Um, I don't even know. I say the dumbest shit all the time. Um, I obviously my accessories would be a step stool and a monster, um, with an interchangeable camera, probably. <laughs> there's, See, there's options. If it were me, I would think, like, when I think of, like, what would a step stool Sarah action figure say, I would think it would say wrestling is for everybody. That's a good one. My brain like doesn't Because <laughs> that's, that's, like, what I associate with you. That, that is the tagline for my, my, my dear little podcast. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, see? You know, you know what you say. <laughs> you know what you say. <laughs> I say things. I say a lot of things. But I like that about you. <laughs> if you could create a Stepstool Sarah title, what would it be for and how would it be defended? Oh, geez. Um... If you were like Commissioner Stepstool Sarah. It would probably be a hardcore title. Um, I think it would be a 24-7 one because that's, like, one of my favorites. Um, I just love knowing that, like, no matter, like, when or where you are, it, it's it's on the line. Um, I think it's fun. Um, obviously, anyone and everyone could go for it. So, I don't think that's something that. So, other than like your phone and then your your camera or whatever you're booked for at that show like other than that stuff what do you never leave for a wrestling trip without like what is the other thing you always have to have with you okay so yeah uh phone camera um depending on if i'm i'm ring announcing um i'll pack up my my gear bag um with whatever I normally like ring announce in. Um always a monster. <laughs> always have to have a monster. Um something like that's a key thing. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was wondering if you were gonna mention the monster. Oh of course. <laughs> because I, I truly associate you with with monsters. It's sickening. <laughs> I have a problem. I have a real problem. <laughs> a serious problem. I mean, sometimes you just need a little extra boost. The funny thing is, though, with how long and how often I drink monsters, it's not an energy drink for me anymore. It's just a drink. It just tastes <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. I just, I don't know. It's just like the thought. Like, if I drink it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is giving me energy for sure. It doesn't do shit. I'll go take a nap. It's, like, just your maintenance drink at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. It's just what keeps me going. Um, my insides are probably mush. Um, but that's okay. Um, I'm a semi-functioning human sometimes. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> overrated. Um <laughs> You know, 
I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So yes, exactly that. Exactly that. Tattoo that on my forehead. <laughs> you have a lot of tattoos that might be the only space you have left. Uh, I still got I got my whole back. Um, I've got my butt. Um, which that's in in the works of I'm gonna do my butt eventually and I wanna do my back. Um other, other than that, yeah, anytime I go get a tattoo now, I'm like, um, where can we maybe fit this? Um, and that's a fun game that my um, tattoo artist gets stressed out about. What's, do you have, like, a favorite tattoo, or are you just, like, them all um, the same? Probably one of my favorites is the one of Keyshawn. Aww. <laughs> and then I have my mom's handwriting, um, there. Um, Aww. So, like, those cute. are, like, my two, like, most, like, sentimental. Um, I love my Star Wars half, like, sleeve a lot um and then my china tattoo um is up there so what about a shoot a little cowboy hat tattoo do you I, have a shoot a little cowboy hat tattoo? i don't but i've got room i've got some room for one um uh, hopefully we can all make that happen if not in dallas um afterwards to like cement spaces gang <laughs> i'm still i'm still thinking we need a shoot a little cowboy hat <laughs> especially the kurt angle one i love that one <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I was thinking of that, like that's the hat that I oh, envisioned yeah. in my oh, mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to wake everyone up in the Airbnb with like Kurt Angle songs. <laughs> that would be like a rousing way to like start my day. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because I'm gonna be the first one up like every day because I have to be the first one out of everyone at the venue. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just gonna fuck everyone's day up. I mean, you assume we'll be sleeping. <laughs> not sleeping at all. <laughs> you're not. You're you're probably not sleeping at all. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky said he's gonna force me to take a nap. Um, when I get there, because I have to drive a little over nine hours. He's like, no, you need to take a nap. Uh, when when you get there, and I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you said Sarah and I are doing espresso shots. Yes, bro. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the only shots I'll be doing. Espresso shots. That's all, y'all. I'm just gonna probably just hook like Mountain Dew IV up and just roll. <laughs> Actually, it's Texas. Probably a lot of Dr. Pepper. If I'm being real honest about it. Hell yeah! Nothing says Texas like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so, what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Um, gimmick probably. <laughs> uh, all, all, I say I say all kinds of stuff at work, and like my girls look at me like. Oh my god, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. It's okay. Um, I just listen to me. We're gonna go with it. Um, but I think I say I say gimmick the most just because it's so versatile and like it's pretty understood. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly when I ask that question, that's the answer I hear most often. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and that's at your shoot job. Not your curse. <laughs> the real shooter. <laughs> oh <laughs> wrestling is a funny place 
dumb as hell. <laughs> Yet here we are. <laughs> so you travel a lot. I know you do. Um, so what is your favorite thing to listen to while you travel? Um, it depends on my mood. Um, I kind of, I definitely go all over the place. Um, there'll be moods where, like, I want to listen to musicals, so, like, I'll listen to, like, the entire Hamilton soundtrack, um, because that pretty much takes up a whole drive, almost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I listen to a lot of, like, uh, Limp Bizkit, Lincoln Park, um, stuff like that. Um, I'll listen to, like, newer stuff, um. Or, like, I'll throw out, like, you've noticed, um, I ask people to send me Spotify playlists, um, so I can, like, switch it up, um, and, like, listen to other things, like, I would never think of, um, just to, like, be different. Um, I try, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, um, so, like, I listen to the same stuff all the time, so I'll, I'll always, like, throw on my, um, on repeat on my Spotify, um, just as, like, a comfort thing, um. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm just like, I can't decide what I actually like want to listen to. Um, or sometimes like I'll throw on podcasts that I listen to. Um, I really love true crime podcasts. Um, it's one of like my utmost favorite things. Um, I listen to a few different true crime podcasts. So. My crime junkies. I don't, but I want to. It always pops up on my Spotify. I do a lot of morbid, um, last podcast on the left, um, uh true crime obsessed true crime disappeared um but i do i always see the crime junkies pop up and i'm like i need to give it a listen that's one that i listen to a lot so would recommend <laughs> yeah. uh a lot of times at work i like to listen to the podcast because it'll make my time go by so i'll listen to it then if i can or i drive to columbus next saturday for a thing show maybe i'll throw it on I can get lost in in crime junkies. They they cover a lot of different ground, so it's very up my alley. But yeah, um, what is the most surprising song that you listen to? That if you said, "Oh, I really love X, Y, or Z song," we would go, "Huh?" Oh God, let me. You can call it a guilty pleasure if you want to, but I'm not. I I don't feel guilty about listening to anything. Yeah, that's a that's a silly term. Um. Let's see. Oh. I like to listen to a lot of like random like songs that are like popular on TikTok at the time. Uh, so like I'll find like a TikTok playlist and like that'll kind of um that'll kind of be a thing. What else? Um, I don't know. My taste is just like so so all over the place. Um. I really love um, like 90s club dance music. Um, See, that made me do the face. Like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um, let me see um, if I can give an example. Of stupid playlists. 
while you're looking at that, I do see in the chat here from Pop Kenway. Hello, Pop Kenway. Pop Kenway. Will we see Sarah at Blockade 3 this year? Probably not, because uh, that's in April. Um, I don't know how many days I can get off work. Uh, if I can make it work, I'd love to be there, but I also have to be like very select. Um, with literally like any bookie that I take, especially on the weekends, because um, just freaking working my life away at the Forever Twenty One uh, is hard, especially when I'm really needed on the weekends. So I wish I've always wanted to make it to a Pawcade show. I'm going to Pawcade this year. God damn it, Val! <laughs> I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying I'll be there. <laughs> if I can make it work, I'm going to try. I can't promise it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but like some of the things on this pot, like a playlist I have is like Another Night by like Real McCoy, Be My Lover, um, sandstorm oh crazy frog that's a fucking banger that there's the the one i got okay <laughs> all right I love that one. the other ones are like solid jams like yeah i was like a weird kid <laughs> where like i very distinctly remember like in the probably early to mid 90s um I, RuPaul had like a video like hour or whatever on VH1 mm-hmm. and she played like all those kinds of like dance songs and I, so like, a lot of my exposure to that stuff was through that yeah it's a it's a very gay thing um yeah uh, definitely super gay and I love it um but yeah like I just I don't know why and just like is just very like pleasing to my ears it's like stuff like that is like weird and, like a couple of songs like that will like play in my store and i get really excited about it and my visual manager austin is like i fucking hate this and i'm like get away from me sorry you hate fun enjoy i don't know he's the visual manager of forever 21 so maybe it sucked all the joy out of him i do not know maybe uh, he's a he's a cool guy though he uh he poops a lot um, oh, one of the times that he was pooping, he got a message from someone who works for Kanye West, um, because like he makes a lot of music videos. So he's on the toilet, um, pooping, and he gets a message to do work for Kanye West, and he's doing it, uh, like the second week of April. And this wow. motherfucker is going to Ludacris's mansion. I said, "Get away from me! Get, go on, get, go, go! You have to poop again." Did you tell him to move, bitch? Get out the way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah no but um i'm gonna play crazy frog on repeat uh in dallas so buckle up bitch <laughs> so um as i've already stated i snore real loud so i'm bringing earplugs for everybody <laughs> and i'll bring a pair for myself to drown out crazy frog i don't care what i'll just do crazy frog by myself <laughs> you can get crazy frog 
all you want in the comfort of your own bunk bed. Oh, Ricky's gonna love that. <laughs> Are you taking top bunk or bottom bunk? Well, so we have to figure out what the hell is going on because of that review that we saw. <laughs> <laughs> the bunk beds are a death trap um so when we get there we're gonna feel it out and if i have to go buy tools and fix something i will um if not we're gonna have to figure something out but i'll probably take top bunk <laughs> just if, if it is a little sketchy i think it'd be better if i if i take the top assert your dominance by taking top bunk yes <laughs> <laughs> So, with traveling, like, obviously, I'm a Snackosaurus Rex. You can go get the shirt at What a Maneuver. Um, yeah, What a Maneuver. Fuck people. What a Maneuver. Because you have stuff on What a Maneuver, too, don't you? I also, I have, I have two different designs on a What a Maneuver. See, What a Maneuver is the way to go when it comes to shirts. Because of, you actually get your shirt. Mm-hmm in a timely manner yep. and they feel like they're made of actual fabric yes yes and not some sort of paper fabric hybrid burlap and sack. what a burlap sack <laughs> it's like is this recycled i'm not quite sure i'm all for recycling but not for my apparel um and they're really cool about working with you. If you need extended sizes, um, just message them and they will work it out with you. Um, shout out Weather Maneuver. Yeah, go spend your coin there, playboy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to like take your money and then promise you a t-shirt and then you never get it. Like that's not going to happen with Weather Maneuver. <laughs> You always get your your gear. And like I ordered this like maybe a week and a half ago and it's probably been sitting in my mailbox for three days. So we'll that. Shout out whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um but what are your go to road snacks? Uh monster, 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 monster. <laughs> um I don't know, I like I like fruit snacks. Um I love to buy snacks and not eat them, and then they sit in my car until the next time I go on the road. Um, I love chocolate-covered pretzels. Um, what, what else? Um, donuts are always great. Uh, like Little Debbie snacks, like, fuck hard. What, what are your go-to Little Debbie snacks? Um, I love a good oatmeal cream pie. Um, nutty bars. Um, those are like probably like my tops. And then like honey buns are pretty okay. Um, fudge rounds I like. Um, the strawberry shortcakes are okay if I'm in the mood. Um, Swiss rolls are good. It's kind of, it just really when it comes down to snacks it's like whatever i'm in the mood for and then like i said like i'll buy a plethora of snacks and they'll just like sit in my car the whole ride <laughs> it's like you have to cover all of your bases even if you don't know that you want it all it's all about options right you have options because you're like oh well no this doesn't sound good now but like it might sound good later or like one thing will sound good now um 
you know, and like the other thing you like will come in handy like later. Um, like stuff like that. Um, also Casey's pizzas um, are always top tier, especially the breakfast ones. I love it when I do an early morning trip um, and have time to get uh, Casey's breakfast pizza. Casey's pizza is the way to go. Uh, if you're traveling, it's late, especially when you're coming home from a show and you're like endless, endless, endless interstate. Um, and you just pull off, there's like a little Casey's just tucked away there. And you go in and there's like two slices of pizza left. And like one's pepperoni and one is probably sausage. And you're like, you know, that's been sitting there for probably like four hours, but like you're so hungry after a show and like you have no options out here. Yeah. Like, I don't even care how old that pizza is. It's delicious. What was what's really bad is when you're traveling late at night and you come across the casings that close early and it's oh. heartening because you have to drive like a mile off the highway and you get there and it's closed and I'm like, shitting my dick right now hmm. or like then, <laughs> like traveling like during like 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 uh like back like more so like stronger pandemic times like um when i was out doing shows then like everything was closed early there was nothing open and i would like struggle struggle for food on the way home it was depressing see that's why you get those snack options early because you don't know you what don't you're know. gonna encounter on the way home <laughs> if you encounter anything at all yeah there was literally one time i was driving home from um a show in jeffersonville and every single casey's i tried to stop at was closed and i'm like <laughs> sick i don't like that <laughs> never did that <laughs> the pandemic so what like who do you usually travel with like who are your road buddies like who are you putting in your car with you um so most of the time now I'm alone um but um a lot of times I've traveled with um Gary J a ton um Victor Analog um I've traveled with Warhorse Dan the Dad um KLD um like some like the like the main people and like I said like back in the day I would travel a lot with my ex-best friend Josh um other nice. people are redacted at this point um <laughs> um wrestling wrestling um Jeremy Wyatt has traveled with me and my ex-best friend Josh to a show once uh, I can't think like those are like the main people that I really like have traveled with. Oh, I've traveled with Graham Bell um before. Um one time we were at a gas station and I was like my feet or like my legs were sore or something. I can't remember what it was, but I asked him to carry me across the parking lot and he said no. So I I called him a weak ass pussy man and he thought it was the funniest thing ever. Um and so like now every time I see him I call him that. And then like um We'd always be in the back seat together, and he would like get close to me and act like he's gonna punch me. And like one time, he accidentally did. <laughs> I always remind him of that too. It's really great. He will just randomly punch you. Like he would get close and like act like he was going to, and then but one time he like actually did on accident. <laughs> so I first met him last year in Tampa, maybe okay. weekend. 
And he accused me of trying to swing on him. And I'm like, I would never do that. That's not in my nature. I don't know why. I don't know why I would be accused of such a thing. But now that I know that he has mercilessly beat you in the backseat of a car. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just a little bit like, oh, interesting of you to suggest that I would swing on you right when when you are the one you're, you're the aggressor <laughs> mr graham bell i love it like huh sometimes like he'll like greet me and call me little gay baby and i love it i'm like that me. <laughs> <laughs> it's great I think so, you should bill yourself as that <laughs> i mean i might as well we've got to embrace it at this point <laughs> <laughs> So what are some of your favorite cities to travel to? Um, so what's nice about St. Louis is that like pretty much everywhere I go or have gone a lot um, is all within five hours of St. Louis. So like Kansas City, um, Chicago, Indianapolis, uh, Jeffersonville, um, Columbus is six hours. Um, so like those are all like super neat um obviously there'll be times where like i'll go to like little random towns i've never been to before like um i shot a zawa show um a few months ago and went to some small town in the middle of nowhere illinois that i've never been to before um that was pretty neat um getting to travel to new jersey um oh shit i'm an idiot i went to new jersey with everett connors in july um he was fun to travel with. It was me, him, and um, Victor Analog. That was a great time. Um, yeah, tra- traveling out there was fun. Um, but like, I love like my core cities around me um, because we have such good wrestling in the Midwest. Oh, and then like Nashville's five hours too. Uh, when I used to go to Subgraphs all the time, um, I wish Chattanooga was a little closer. That's about seven hours. Um, it's pretty neat. Uh, but I love I love the core cities here. Um, I've been to Cleveland once. Um, that was fun. AIW is pretty sick. Um, but yeah, we're like really spoiled, um, around here. But then obviously it's like really nice when I just have like a 15, 20 minute drive from my house for a show. Um, which is always solid. I love that. (laughs) I mean, I can do that once. (laughs) Otherwise I'm traveling. (laughs) That's fair. But it's been cool for me to like go different places and meet different people and I always love seeing you when I make it to St. Louis or sometimes Kansas City most of the time I think you wherever we end up right (laughs) Chattanooga Chicago yeah yeah. we've been everywhere together (laughs) going to Dallas together (laughs) like it's cool that wrestling is a big community but like a really small community all at the same time where you do see the same people wherever you kind of end up which is nice hell yeah it's great do you have any like pre-show rituals um try not for to any shit of myself. your for any of your roles that you do <laughs> literally try not to shit myself all right um try and like hype myself up and like get out of my own head um like if I'm like ring announcing I like always like 
quadruple check to make sure I have everyone's info um, and like know what I need to say, know what I need to cover. Um, if I'm doing photos, just like making sure all of my stuff is charged, um, making sure that I have stuff plugged in for like backup um, cases. Um, commentary, I'm still trying to get the hang of, um, trying not to like psych myself out about it, making sure like I know what people need me to say um, about them, making sure I know like specific you know, names of moves. Um, I don't want to, you know, mess anything up. Um, so nothing like too, too like ritually, like I know a lot of other people do. Um, I mostly just don't want to shit myself. That's key. Does the monster help or hinder that goal? Uh, it helps. I think, um, like calms my nerves. <laughs> Well, looky there. Guess who has entered the chat? A Mr. Ivan Fireday. Oh, hell yeah. I love Ivan. <laughs> what a guy. So I, we have Ivan and V in here. I don't know if I missed anybody. I'm sure I probably have. But that's not just, huh? Uh, <laughs> Death matches indeed. <laughs> I love you, Ivan. <laughs> Heart tunes. <laughs> Thanks for bringing all of us together, Ivan. Right? <laughs> if it wouldn't be for Ivan and his mastery of the Twitter space as like an early adopter of Twitter spaces, like I certainly wouldn't be as close with you as I am now or um, literally any of the rest of my internet friends. Thanks, Ivan. Hundreds in the chat for Ivan Fire J. Right? <laughs> so we were talking about travel, and um, everybody always has at least one really good travel story that was like either really like eventful or exciting or hilarious. And I know that you have to have like at least one like super great travel story. And if you need to like censor anybody's name then you can do that that's fine we don't want to put anybody like too hard of a blast uh i mean how much better can we get than Graham Bell punching you in the back seat of a car <laughs> i mean that's a pretty good one i'm not going to lie um i don't know there's there's nothing like super crazy that's like ever happened on like a car trip like nothing like really sticks out unfortunately um anytime I used to travel like with my ex-best friend like um there's been times like where I made him pull over so I could look at cows and take pictures <laughs> <laughs> um so that's pretty great um yeah I mean I don't know I don't have like too many things that are exciting or like nothing that comes to mind other than the gram stuff <laughs> it seems like there's always like one spray where it's like so there's this one time where we almost ran off the road i've almost run myself off the road many a times um there are times where i swear um jesus takes my wheel um and has saved my life many a times um i've definitely woken up driving um on an exit ramp so <laughs> 
<laughs> Love that for me. <laughs> I'm glad that you've survived. Thanks. I hope that you continue to do so. I hope that uh, this nine-hour drive to and from Dallas by myself is going to be fucking Gucci, bro. I am flying from here to Las Vegas and then to Dallas. That makes fucking sense. Right? That's My like other when, option. When I flew from uh, St. Louis, layover in Detroit to go to San Diego. See, my other option was to go from Omaha, where I live. We'll pretend it's right here. Yeah. To DC, to Dallas. Yeah. Smart. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I've never been to DC or to Las Vegas, so either way, it's a new place for me. Even if I just see the inside of their airport, which is exactly what I will be doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, exciting. <laughs> so, do you have any hidden talents? Um, I, I kind of used to know how to play the piano. Um, back in the day, like, I kind of, like, taught myself and, like, my grandma kind of taught me. Um, and... I played, like, the clarinet in, like, middle school and, like, early high school. And I don't, I don't know. That's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, I'm not, like, I don't know. I don't do much. <laughs> so what are your hobbies and interests outside of wrestling? Um, so, like, obviously, like, photography kind of carries over, um, more so just because that's like my career path that's what I went to school for um that's what I've done for like a decent amount of my life um I love to do photography like that's not wrestling or like not just people like there'll be times where like I'll just like um wander around downtown or like around like certain places downtown that are like abandoned um it's like really aesthetically pleasing to me and I'll just like shoot random stuff um, or, like, I used to make Keyshawn clothes for me a lot. <laughs> um, or, like, recently I got to do photos for, for my friend Megan and um, her family and her little baby. Um, so, like, that's that's always, like, really, really fun as, like, a hobby. Um, I, um, I used to power lift a lot um, before, like, the pandemic and everything. Um, I was at the gym, like, five times a week. Um, I was on my way to deadlifting 300 pounds, uh, and then lockdown came and quarantine, um, the gyms closed and I had no access to heavy weights. Um, and like all of my, uh, all of my like knowledge and like my body, whatever you call it, like everything like reverted. Um, and now I'm like really weak and I have like, I've somehow gotten like a really bad back. I don't, I don't know what I've done. I have a shitty hip now. Uh, <laughs> there's always something wrong with me. Um, and then like, obviously my, my work schedule changing once I got promoted, um, has kind of like kept me away from the gym. Um, but I try to like work out every, every now and then. So like, that's still kind of like a hobby to me. Um, and sometimes I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gamer. Um, just play Smash Bros and stuff. <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah, nothing like super cool. So, like, I'm not big in this, but I know that you are a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little. <laughs> just, just like a fifth of your body. That's all. Yeah, just a little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> So, if you could go back in time to yourself as, like, a 10-year-old, what would you tell yourself? say uh be you unapologetically uh in embrace that you are queer um don't worry about this shit that like you're gonna go through growing up uh everything's gonna get better um i would tell myself not to tweet stupid things uh, and I would tell myself to start watching wrestling ASAP. <laughs> like, start now. <laughs> Just fucking do it now. And you'll be like, don't tweet stupid things, and 10 year old you'll be like, tweet. <laughs> yeah, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have just a few more questions left, and then we will go to Christopher, who will have any questions from the chat that I haven't picked up on. And the lightning round, which I'm sure you're super excited about, and then we'll wrap up. So you're almost done being forced to hang out with me where we oh will gosh. undoubtedly when we get done probably talk more. You're because... be for five days and two <laughs> Crazy frog, brother. I'm looking forward to it. Even the crazy frog part. <laughs> you fucking better. Crazy frog my little heart out. So this, since especially since I met you through Spaces, really, like, that's how I got to know you. This is, like, a Spaces question. It's not that question. It's not that question. It's not that question. <laughs> it's, it's a similar question, but it's not that question. Okay, okay. So what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? See, that was a Spaces question. Not like the other spaces question. <laughs> oh, oh god. Um, biggest animal I think I can take. Um, god, I don't know. That's tricky. Um, I don't want to like undersell myself, but I'm also terrified. I don't know. I don't want to like say something and I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I've had people say kangaroo, and I'm like, mm, you can't, you can't no, take a kangaroo. Kangaroo's gonna beat your ass. Um, oh God, what realistically could I fight? A sheep? Good one. I bet you could. I bet you could take a sheep. Shit out of that bitch. Absolute Sarah versus a rampaging sheep. Well, yeah. Now I'm going to stick with the sheep. That's fine. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so, uh, how do you take your pancakes? Um, I like to slather them in butter. And then, depending on like the syrup that's like readily available to me or like the mood that I'm in. 
either a lot or just like a little. And it varies. Interesting. It's very simple. If if like a pancake is made right, you don't need a lot of syrup. True. That's fair. So I'm going to take you on a mental journey. So I'm just going to ask that you just like go with me on the journey. as uh, Put yourself in the headspace. So right. pretend you're hungry and you go to the store and you decide that you want something sweet and you're walking the aisles and you turn down the aisle and cookies, cookies galore. And you're like, I love cookies. I'm absolutely hungry for cookies. And there's so many different kinds you can pick from, but you are in this instance hungry for America's favorite cookie, which is an Oreo. And you go to the section with the Oreos and you don't want any of like the, the flavors that are crazy. You don't want any crazy flavored Oreos. You just want like a regular like chocolate cookie, white cream Oreo, but you still have like choices. So you could get like the thin Oreo with like just a little, like the widow thin, or you could get like your standard, standard Oreo, or you can get like a double stuffed Oreo. So like which Oreo you're picking? Uh, I'm definitely a double stuff fan. Yeah. Hell yeah. That is the unofficial correct answer to the question. Oh, hell yeah. I, we don't, I, I would say we don't judge regular people, like regular Oreo people, but kind of do. Yes. And those thins people, I don't know what that's about. The only time those are good is like the holiday ones because something about like the dyed icing makes them a little bit better. See, I will have a thin Oreo if it's the ones that are covered in chocolate. Okay, that's fair. Because then that's like, it doesn't feel as like thin and crispy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a thin crispy Oreo. No, I'm, I'm a fat bitch and I want a double stuffed Oreo mix. <laughs> crispy. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but like, I'm definitely a slut for like the Halloween Oreos, but I love, I love Halloween in general. Like, it, like Halloween is like everything to me. Um, it just like tastes better knowing that it's Halloween. How did you feel? See, I didn't get a chance to get my hands on, um, but I feel like you did Pokemon Oreos. <laughs> um, I did buy them. Um, I think I still have some in my kitchen. I can't remember. Um, I didn't try any or, or, or really like have any. And then I bought some to send to Ricky cause he couldn't find any. Um, and he needed some, uh, but yeah, I never actually got to eat any of mine. Aww. But they look cool. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I, I also did feel really bad crossing the picket line, but like, I felt like I needed to for just like, just for the, for the time. I mean, it was just the one. So it is now time for us to go to Christopher to see if there are questions from the chat and to talk about this uh, lightning round that we have. Going oh, on. yes. Oh, yes. First questions from the chat, though, which you were doing a lovely job keeping up on. So that's that's taken care of. But of course, Vic came. VIP Vic has a few questions for you. So we'll we'll roll through those. Uh, so first, Vic would like to know, when you're taking pictures, are you shooting on film or digital? Oh, digital. Um, I haven't shot film in a long time. Like, probably, um, 
uh, the last time I shot anything film was probably like over six years ago. Um, and I've never, I've never tried with wrestling. Um, just cause it's, it just seems so stressful, but I love anyone and everyone that I know that does, um, have the balls to shoot wrestling on film. Um, I think that they're very bold, but yeah, all of all of my wrestling photography is all digital. Vic followed up with, "What is the average number of photos you take?" Oh God, um, I can shoot anywhere from a thousand or more per show. Uh, so editing takes me quite a while because, like, I have to go through and like find the right ones, and then I kind of like mostly limit them down to sometimes at most like 200 edited photos I'll post um just depending um it also kind of depends on um how many matches there are um like what's happening in the matches um because there'll be a lot of times where like there's more action happening um in like one match versus like another match or if it's like a squash match versus like a 60 minute Iron Man match stuff like that so there's a lot of like things that kind of go into play um with how many photos i can get per show but usually typically like about a thousand vic has just exclaimed shit that's a lot of photos <laughs> yeah, also pain. i want to say hi to brie oh. brie's in the chat hello sorry christopher moving right along no engage with the chat that's what we're here for uh what outfits do you wear when valeting um so typically i'll just like uh i i would just wear like things that i had that i normally wear like ball ring announcing is just some like these like shiny legging pants and like a crop top um when i valeted um pb smooth at mouse's um Fright Night show back in October, which I don't think anyone will ever see the footage of, sadly. Um, we do have a very nice photo together. Um, I wore the, the like, wrestler costume um, that I have that I wear, like, uh, on Halloween and stuff, um, which is, like, a crop top and, like, some tights and knee highs and, like, a, like, swimsuit bottoms, because um, it's really just funny for me to, like, dress up and wear that, but I also look really good in it. Um, so I wore that at the, at the, the Halloween show, because I thought it'd be funny to dress up as a wrestler at a Halloween wrestling show. Um, and then I got the opportunity to um, valet PB, uh, and it's just, like, very fitting, um, just all around, a, like, wrestling-esque outfit. Um, yeah, we would just keep it simple, though. Cool. You, you very short, PB very tall. It's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> he picked me up. And put me on uh, the the side of the ring so I could put his chapstick on him. Um, and he just picked me up so effortlessly. <laughs> but I love I love the fo the photo that um, the little promo pic that me and him got together that Mouse did. Um, it's great. All right, so Vic has one more. Okay. This is a staple question. Who do you think has the best gear? of all time oh god um i've i've always liked all of the gear that that billy gets made uh billy starts she always has really good gear um 
Shotzi's always had really good gear. Um, those are like the two like main people that like always like stick out to me the most. Cool. Uh, Purple Midnight just mentioned that loves your nails. Thank you. My niece did them. <laughs> and I believe there's a nasty Leroy sighting. Oh, what's up, my favorite? Um, not cool leader, my favorite nasty nation leader. What's up? Hashtag nasty hotties. Um, I'm number one nasty hottie. So shout out to me. Now that we got yes. that done, all right, cool. We've covered our our nastiness. Uh, I got two more questions for you. They're from me. Because you mentioned Star Wars, okay. I've I've watched a few of the um, not main movies recently, and I'm curious, what is your favorite Star Wars movie, and then what is your least favorite Star Wars movie? Um, I'm I'm a sucker for for the originals. Um, Empire Strikes Back is probably like my top all time favorite, um, and I can't stand. Uh, the prequels, they uh, they exist, but they don't exist. Um, any anything with Jar Jar Binks is garbage. <laughs> um, I like them for the nostalgia. Um, I I hate the prequels, but I'm obsessed with Darth Maul. Um, so there's that. <laughs> I just watched Solo. Okay. Final, finally. Did you like it? I actually enjoyed it as a standalone movie, but you have to definitely go. This is not the other movies. Mm -hmm. Just like the originals are the originals and they're amazing. The prequels are riddled with Jar Jar Binks, as you said. And then there's the other movies. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. So, all right. So we've covered our nastiness, we've covered our nerdness. Now it's time for a lightning round. Are you prepared for the lightning round? All right, let's go. All right, so 10 questions. Try not to overthink it. Just the first thing that pops into your head. It's going to be all over the place. The little intro is running right now. Let the intro finish. I'm probably talking over it. All right, we're back. Here we go. Number one, what color? Is your toothbrush? Black. Number two, strangest thing you've ever eaten? Rocks. Number three, what store do you shop at the most? Forever 21. Question number four, favorite place to hide out? The bathroom at work. Question five book you think everybody should read oh god oh shit um uh i don't know i don't read that could be an answer number six what would your fake name be if you were on the run charles question number seven what would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room funniest eight what is a certain place you never want to visit? Antarctica. 
Question nine, if you could live in any period of history, what year would it be? Question number 10. What would your company's mascot be if it had one? A red panda. That was 10 questions. That was the lightning round. Everyone is really confused that you eat rocks. Val, back to you. <laughs> so, so as a journalist, I need to know, why did you eat rocks? Listen, things things happen when you're you're a child and other kids peer pressure you and you get anxious. Well, okay, so I'm glad it wasn't like last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. That was just the first like thing that came to my mind. Like I don't eat like weird weird things, but it's not like not like big chunky hard rocks, but like the little tiny like pebble rocks at like playgrounds and stuff. Okay. I didn't really, like, eat it. I more so, like, swallowed them. Yeah, you didn't, like, chomp. No. Necessarily. Oh, God, no. No, okay. That now. But, yeah. Being a kid is hard. Fair. <laughs> so, what upcoming shows do you have? Let's see. Um, This coming Sunday, the 20th, I have Glory Pro. Uh, where I'll be taking pictures. On the 26th, I have Unsanctioned Pro, where I'll be doing commentary. Um, after that will be Dallas, um, where I have a few shows I'll be at for the collective. Um, and then more Glory Pro and other random things in April. Anarchy's not running again until the beginning of May. Um, Oh, I might pop up places depending on my work schedule. We'll see how life um, goes for me. But yeah, those those are my like set in stone things so far. So I am excited to see you in two weeks. Everyone follow Sarah. Sarah, where can people find you? Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, merch store, your podcast, everything. Plug it all. Um, so uh, Instagram and Twitter are both um, at Step School Sarah X. My podcast on Twitter is um, at It's Evolution Pod, and we're on all major podcasting platforms. Um, I don't have an OnlyFans, but you can hit my DMs if you're a serious buyer to buy my spicy content. Um, I have a Patreon. I have a What a Maneuver store. Um, I have Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal. If you want to help with my gas money to get to and from Dallas, um, and you want to support my monster habit, um, we greatly appreciate it. My tips are on my um, Twitter page. Um, I sell feet pics, uh, so don't be shy. <laughs> um, I think that that's like the main stuff. If you want to see my photography, it's Sarah Souders photography on Facebook. Um, don't try and add my Facebook page. I won't accept you. Um, my personal one. Um, I think that's it. Well, thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Not that we don't kind of hang out every night, but like, like formally tonight um 
it's been awesome talking with you and so excited to see you in two weeks. So thank you for hanging out tonight. Thank you people in chat, um, Spaces Gang that showed up, um, all of our regulars. Thank you so much everybody for coming and hanging out, being so engaging and awesome in the chat. Be sure to follow Sarah wherever Sarah lives. Not like literally lives, but like digitally lives. Don't go find Sarah. That would be weird. Um, and be sure to tune in next week. Uh, same stack time, same stack place where I talk with Angela Slane. So, right? Hell yeah. Right? I just keep I keep asking people if they want to do this and they just say yes. I don't understand why, but it's hella awesome. But you're awesome. the coolest, Val. Get it through your little noggin. <laughs> I just convinced everybody that, no, it's like, yeah, you should totally hang out with me. But thank you once again, Sarah. Thank you, everybody in chat. And be sure to come out next week when I talk to Angelus. Bye. Bye.